What's up, everybody? And Happy New Year. And welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. We recording, Jay. Okay, I speak. We already said You've been recording. So you done got all about it. What's going on, y'all? Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Because she over here eating crackers, so I'm just trying to keep keep them, keep it full in there. You, I'm all right. You all oh, right? Okay, I'm just checking with you. Cause it took you a minute. You ain't I figure that uh, I'm always on here eating something, but it's healthy stuff, you know? Because this is the peanut butter and honey crackers that I love, love, love. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Tremendously. What you got there, a little wine? No. Mm-hmm. It's white grape peach juice. Let me see. I'd prefer that you not put your lips on my cup. I don't mind. I'm put my lips for other places. You saw when I poured that juice in that I cup. I did. It tasted, got a little and kick. And I don't to know it. why you. Our hundred is still up there. We didn't even realize that. I got a little kick. It got a little kick to it. So The juice got a little kick to it? Or whatever that is. It's white cran, white, <laughs> white grape peach Don't stutter. Juice. Don't stutter. The concoction you got in there is fine. A little wine and crackers. Ain't nobody mad at you. Mm-mm. That ain't what it is. You can get yourself together. Mm-mm. You need me to hold up? Mm-mm. <laughs> Let me say this to you, sir. What's happening? I'm high on Jesus. I don't need no wine. Okay. Hallelujah. I got some white grape peach juice, and it's real good. All right. So you don't you don't drink wine? I do sometimes. Oh, just not right now. Mm -mm, Not tonight. Okay. Mm -mm. (sighs) Because I don't have the kind that I like. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Congratulations are in order. To you. You said to who? To your happy congratulations. <laughs> what? Happy congratulations. Excuse me, y'all. <clears throat> uh oh. You said happy congratulations? Yeah, what you got? Huh? What you got? What they call for? You know when people cough around you. They I just had to clear like, my throat. What you? What's going on? Where I ain't got Rona no more. What's your mask at? Where your mask at? In my pocketbook. There's some in the truck. I'm eating right here coughing on stuff. I didn't cough on you, sweetie. I'm just saying. Well, congratulations. You talk about on your on your promotion. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. She's got she's got promoted on your tell us a little bit about that. No, I just got a promotion. Thank y'all. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> I said, tell us a little bit more that she said no. Okay. I kind of been already doing, you know, a lot of the stuff or whatever. All right. Um No, don't talk about it now. Don't oh, talk about it now. He's so shady, y'all. But it's a good thing. Thank y'all so much. But the greatest promotion will be when I can work with you every day. This podcast. So y'all know what that means. Go right now. www.momentswiththemobiles.com Subscribe. Click the button. 
get all the alerts. We on YouTube. We on everything social media. And we got a surprise coming for y'all real soon. We gonna be on something else where y'all can be able to interact with us on a regular basis. Listen, y'all gonna be. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. We getting ready to get it get it started. So soon as we get it get started, it we gonna let y'all know. So I think because of Rona, don't look like it's going no way. So <sighs> we probably gonna. Um, I'm gonna talk to the team about us doing. We want to do a marriage retreat. I don't want to call it a retreat because marriage you shouldn't be retreating from it. So we will call it something else. Well, I think marriage. they call it a retreat just because you're leaving like your home and yeah, your city to go to a place. I want to call it like a marriage. To a, a marriage. Get away and be get back get in tune with one another even more and you know, spend time and yeah, fellowship. Yeah, out something else to call it though. Marriage fellowship. Because we, we ain't going to church because some of the stuff. We no, 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 men, no, no, no. It's fellowship still. I want to call it marriage wellness. We can call it marriage wellness. Yeah. It's going to be, a, it's going to be, see how she be. See how he disrespectful <laughs> and didn't turn his ring off. I thought I did. It was just a scam likely call, so it's okay. And it'd be funny that that's, that's what they put on there. But um, I'm talking trash and my ring is all the way up. But it's going to be something we're going to have um, this year for 2022. More than likely, it's probably going to be virtual because we got this D-Rona going around so back and forth on the regular. So um, we probably going to have this first one um, virtually. We'll have it. Um, everybody who will want to participate will be able to participate we're gonna have some great facilitators on there it's been in the it's been in the works for what about a couple of years we've been in talks and yeah. we're still kind of you know iron ironing things out as they say yeah so but i think we was just but that that's all you need to fence. give them just say that we were straddling the fence on if we was gonna do it in person or not in person so um i think we've gone ahead to pull the trigger we probably gonna do a virtual and then we'll go from there We'll, be we'll let y'all know. We'll let y'all know. Also, date night, number two, February 12th, 2022. If you ain't got y'all ticket, I'm telling y'all, don't miss this. The tickets go off sale. Y'all need to On February 5th. February 5th. And we only got a certain Saturday, amount. Saturday, February 5th is the last a, day to purchase. We only got a certain amount of seats we giving away, so y'all need to come on and get it. We're, don't wait till the last minute. Uh, only a... A limited amount of seats available. Now we're not giving them away, but yeah, we ain't so giving get them your, away. But. Get your get your tickets today. Don't wait. Hey, hey. That wasn't cool. Okay. Um, y'all, I got something to tell y'all. And Mr. Mobley didn't know that I was gonna share this, but I'm sharing this. So today is Friday, January seventh, right? Excuse me. What's twenty? Two minus seven. Come on, math scholars. What's twenty-two minus seven? Somebody gonna tell me at some point today. What's twenty-two minus seven? I got a teacher in the room. Hello, hello, Mister Meadows. Oh, he don't, he teach music. He don't teach no, math. no, 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 no. He's still a teacher. So all teachers are supposed to know all kind of yeah. And you a whole about to be a psychology psychologist. I need you to 
22 minus 7 is 15, y'all. Thanks for it, nothing, Jameson and Johnny. You put, it, you put it in your phone. She don't use her calculator over here while she getting us <laughs> to try to put them off the dome. And Jameson said his throat not worthy right now. I ain't got a thing to do with that. So, you know, a quick way to do 15, 22 minus 7. We don't want you to teach us how to do no math. Put it in your phone. On take your the two away, that's 20, right? You got mm. five more to take away, and then you take away five from 20. That's 15. Mm. In 15 more days, this fine specimen will be 50 years old. Who you talking about me? The countdown is on, y'all. The countdown is on. And we are going to celebrate. It's absolutely not what I wanted to do. It's not what I asked for. For his birthday. birthday. I asked for something totally different, but. You know, when you when you married to Queen, you kind of do what she want to do. And he asked for something that was not giveable right now because I, we time. don't even have his passport is expired, and I got to uh, uh, apply for one. So his request was not feasible. However, I told him that we could do his request for our thirtieth wedding anniversary and we, we slash check. my birthday. We got to check because, you know, they let you go and then stuff happened and then they don't let you come back home. You know what? But yeah. yet he talking trash to me. But it will we will celebrate him big. So, um, but OK, baby. So what are we talking about tonight? We yeah, talking about a subject know. that um, me and Mr. Mobley are going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about it tonight on this podcast. But we're going to talk about it tonight when we um, go off air as well. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because I, I didn't know. You didn't know? No. We celebrating my um, promotion. promotion. Okay. And your birthday early. Well, my birthday, I'm turning 50. So every day this, this month is my birthday. Right. So every time y'all see me say happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. James. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Babe. Mm. What you waiting on? You said what we talking about tonight, and then you ain't never said nothing. You over here trying to eat this cracker to drink this wine. Y'all. And then you. These uh, Lance Captain Wafers, peanut butter, and honey crackers are amazing. That's a whole plug for them, and I ain't making no money off of it. But y'all need to get y'all some. Y'all, we talking about intimacy. I got to taste a little bit more of your wine. Mm Mm-mm, because that's not wine. That's juice. We talking about intimacy tonight, y'all. Johnny found this article and it's talking about the five types of intimacy and they're saying that four of the types have nothing to do with sex. However, I want our intimacy to lead to sex. <laughs> it's not what this article says. It's not what it, it doesn't. This article does not say that. However, <clears throat> actually what it says was the men are um, more men than women actually wanted to lead to sex. More men than more women? More men than women. 
Well, and it's saying, I'm telling you what the article is saying. I can listen. As well as it's saying, because what women tend to want more when they say that they want to be intimate, they want intimacy, they want more of the cuddling. Granted, you know, you, you do have those times when they want it to lead to more than that, but not what they're saying is the men are leaning more towards, okay, you want to be intimate, that means you want to get, you want to be with me. <laughs> say something. I was about to say something. You sound like it was going to be vulgar. Too. I was about to say something. But, they were saying the women lean more to want more towards wanting cuddling. Now let me tell y'all something about Mr. Mobley. Mr. Mobley will cuddle for a little bit. <laughs> It'd be hard. <laughs> Listen, after you done Yo. had some extracurricular activity. And you trying to catch your breath and stuff. It don't even be no extracurricular activity. Trying to catch your breath and Babe, stuff. Babe, I just you know want to cuddle. skin on skin. No. You already done heated yourself no, up. No, it don't be nothing now that done went down. It just be we get in the bed and, you know, I might be trying to move over because I want to cuddle. Um, and you can tell when he was he's receptive. Because when he's receptive, you know, he'll turn around, you know, so I can get comfortable wherever I want to lay. But other times... And I know when he's tired because he he don't even he he when we get in the bed he'll turn on his side because we nine times out of ten we'll be watching TV, but other than that and then I know like I said, some of the times you'll be like you you have your back turned to me, and then you'll keep your back turned to me. You you won't even budge to try to turn over to accommodate me, and I'll be like babe, babe you be like hmm, babe you you. Turn over. Let's talk. I don't found this spot. What you right. Need? Which, right. What you need. What I'm, you need. You need to kiss me? You ain't got to get up? Get up for what? I don't know. You got to go to the bathroom or something? Come around here and you can kiss me. And she be hot when I say stuff like that. Yeah. She be, yeah. She'll get in the bed. She'll leave the, t- the light on. Yeah. And the fan on. <laughs> she, she just be disrespectful. Call I mean, it what I'll you find want. my spot and she leave everything on. Y'all, and then the other night he had the audacity to say, I said, so you're just going to go to sleep? You ain't going to kiss me? You ain't going to nothing? I'm not sleeping. Okay. Okay. Not yet, but I know the sleep is coming. I want to okay? sleep. No, sleep. no. I know the sleep is coming. Immediate. He didn't even turn over when I was talking to him. I said, babe, you, you're not going to even kiss me before you go to sleep? I'm not asleep. Okay. And I said it just like that. Okay. As I laid my head back on my pillow, leaned up to watch him slowly close his eyes. And then the snoring started. What the spiders about? That's what I would. Ladies, tell me. What is the spider's about? Is it to prove the your man wrong? The spine. Why are you spying spy? on me I while we in the bed? I know your M.O. mode, just like you know mine. I knew that you was about to go to sleep. You was about to go night-night. And I said, babe, you ain't going to kiss me? No, but that that ain't the topping. The icing on the cake was he started snoring and slept for a few, quite a few minutes as I laid there going, oh, okay, so you going to sleep. Okay, all right. Turned over to get comfortable and then said, hmm. Mm. I said, no, I'm good. 
I did what she said. And guess what he did? Turn over and found his spot see, and went to sleep. See, this is this is what I felt like just <sighs> fighting me. I know. This is this is what we supposed you to be know, talking about intimacy. This ain't this ain't got nothing to do with intimacy. Okay, but this this is this is it's supposed to be intimacy. We're gonna talk. But about I it. need you to understand who I. We done been together too long, right? To be playing the game, you be wanting to. Hey, baby, let me give you a kiss. Hmm. Let me get a kiss. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. I tapped you. I was willing to meet you halfway. I was more than halfway. Baby, you gonna, you're not going to give me a kiss before you go to sleep? But you went to sleep. It was a pre-sleep. Who pre-sleeps? People pre Jay, you don't pre-sleep? Catching a little nap right quick. That's... <laughs> So Once it's you go to sleep and you start it's snoring, a power, it's a power your sleep. stink breath start to marinate. And then you wanted you wanted to turn over and then kiss me and then go back and then turn over and go back to sleep. I feel like I need to be a priority before you even close your eyes. So you should have just given me a kiss at that point. What? Okay, queen. I'll make sure I do that next time. Oh, but guess what? What? You don't have to. See? This is the foolishness. This is the foolishness. You trying to make me cuss on these people podcasts. I don't want you to don't cuss on the people podcast. You trying to make me cuss on these people I'm podcasts. not. So I'm listen. Not on these people podcasts. Listen. So again, we're going to just talk go briefly through the the five um types of um intimacy in a healthy marriage. Again, four of them have nothing to do with sex. <laughs> me and Mr. Mobley going to talk about our Jay, um Jay, you a little hungry? Our intimacy. <laughs> we, we, <coughs> we're talking about intimacy when we get off this podcast. Baby. Baby. Jay, Jay over there looking at me. Are you focused? Y'all, he ain't even focused tonight. As Jay. I'm trying, I'm not, I promise y'all, I'm about to tell y'all. We about to tell y'all what we about to talk about. We about Jay, to talk about it. Jay is over here looking at Before I eat another cracker. So listen, babe. On making food. Well, he might be hungry. That's why I just asked him. He over there, he's very intrigued. So listen, this article starts off how I felt that night. We just don't feel connected. I just didn't feel connected that night. Why? Because you turned your back on me and you went to sleep and I asked you not to. This is how rumors get started. See, when she tell her girl, if she, if Dieter was the type of person who still had girlfriends and when she tell all these issues about her marriage, this is what she would have told him. He turned his back on me last night. And then that I needed him. A, a, brewing, a brewing place for stuff I needed him and, and he, he turned, turned his, his back, back on me, y'all. So listen, so what the article at the beginning of the article is talking about, um... <laughs> That pretty much the couple is drifting apart. Um, they say it feels. Well, they said somewhere in the timeline of the relationship, they had begun to drift apart. Yeah. Right. And so then they felt like their lives were running on parallel tracks rather than living lives. Um, intimacy with, you know, with intimacy ongoing. Okay. And so when I know when, when we feel disconnected, we literally feel it. Mm. And, you know, there have been times when I've come to you and tell, told you that I felt disconnected or that I miss you. I think our way of telling each other that um, is that we miss each other. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, 
some and a lot of it, I would say for us, it's not intentional to get to that point. Um, it just happens. Right. It does because life is happening and there's a lot going on. And um, and so it just it does happen. But I think um, one thing that we've said before is the most important thing is just getting it back on track because yeah. it's not going to always you know, your relationship ain't going to always be perfect. Everything ain't going to always be all right. And especially when it comes to the, um, to the issue of intimacy, lack of, um, and for a long time, I think I told you, I think I believe that I was more of the, the more intimate one, um, in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so again, for us, it's not hard to get back on track because we understand um, how important it is. And we understand the need for closeness and being able to talk to one another, being able to share with one another, being able to just spend time with one another. Um, even if it's you, you know, us sitting up on the couch or me, you know, laying my head on your on your lap, us watching a movie or just doing something like that. We try to, you know, get it back in on track quickly because I, I feel like the longer you leave it off track, then the longer you leave, you know, windows and doors start to be open. Mm. So the first one is spiritual intimacy. And it says this one is the most foundational one. It's the most important. It's the most important one. And I, and I know what a relationship is without a spirit, without spiritual intimacy, because ours wasn't always there. No. And I know what it is for it to be there because some of the most intimate times that we do have is when we're talking about God. Yeah. And when we're just, you know, sharing with each other, there have been moments when, you know, I've been on the way to work or you may have been on the way to work or, you know, we may be in the house together or just whatever. And we'll have a conversation and we'll, you know, you tell me about a dream or I'll tell you about a dream that I had. Or it's just something that, you know what I'm saying? I could be worshiping or you could be and you'll be like, you know, let me told you, tell you what the Lord said. Mm. Or, you know, I'll tell you the same thing. And nine times out of ten, you know, me telling you ends up in me crying and, you know, and such. Or me telling you ends up with you crying. Yeah. Yeah. But I... I appreciate and I cherish that the spiritual intimacy that we have between us because we didn't always have that. No. Yeah. Um, it says the most uh, first and most foundational type of intimacy is spiritual, spiritual intimacy, intimacy. Um, if the spiritual intimacy is high then the other types, though, you know, you'll go through seasons where they're greater or they're let have a lesser intensity. Um, it says spiritual intimacy um, comes from being in the word together, praying for one another, uh, worshiping together. The word of God is the nourishment of our souls. And we're on, when we're on the same spiritual diet, we can expect grow, expect to grow in similar ways, therefore growing together and not separately. Um, we do pray. We do, um, I'm I'm like a worshipy worshipy. Well, you listen to slower music too, but you like the 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 faster, you know, gospel hip hop. Well, no, I'm not gonna say that. It dep- it depends on your mood. 
Whereas I like worship, slow worship, mainly all the time. Yours varies. Your worship varies. Yeah. Because you, you, there are, there are times when you in a, you know, what is it? Uh, Triple E and Lecrae and, you know, all them. But then there's, <clears throat> there are times when you're in a, you know, Bishop William Murphy or a William McDowell, you know, yeah. Pastor McDowell, you're in on that vibe. You know, yeah. So it kind of varies for you, but I like I said that for me, um, that's the most intimate um, part of our relationship, um, and that I really, really cherish a lot. I think it's the most important. It and is. I think a lot of people sleep on it because when you're not sure of who you are or your purpose, um, you look to try to find it in things or people. And that's not where it comes from. It comes from God. And it's, it's, it's no, it's not a big secret that that's what that is. Um, people got different reasons of why they, they have a relationship with God and why they don't. Um, some, you know, feel like God is not real for whatever reason. They didn't get a prayer answer or he's never been a part of their life or, you know, whatever the situation is. But it's it's, it's your perception of how you see life. Um, at the end of the day, things could be so much worse if you just look at your life. Things could be so much worse than what it is, you know, especially with all the COVID and everything that's happening. So, yeah. You know, God has a reason why certain things happen. Um, no, it's not for us to question. Um, I try to understand. He has his reasons why he do certain things. So, and a lot of people don't like that answer. But we trust. We trust him and the decisions that he makes. And then we move forward. Now, you know, people have their opinions about whatever it is. But I know he's real in my life and our life because he has, he has proven himself to be. So we worship him and we follow him and we trust him. And, you know, that's how it be. Now, like I said, a lot of people don't see that as, you know, as far as the relationship part of it goes, as the marriage goes. But, you know, he created it. So for us to understand it completely, you know, you have to go to the person who designed it. Um, who created it and that's what we have done and that's why we've found happiness and joy in our marriage not a perfect marriage but we find mm -hmm. happiness and joy in our marriage we can overcome things you know we talk about things even when they're tough or when they're hard but you know we get through the stuff together with God so you know it's it's the proof is in the pudding that's that's all I'm gonna say and I'm, I'm going to leave that alone, but a lot of people, it, the spiritual part of it is very, very important. I think it's, it's the core of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you find yourself disconnecting um, and not at that place in your spiritual intimacy with your spouse, um, I would <clears throat> say as, you know, as the writer of this article says, you know, um, it may be if, if that's what's happening in your marriage, it may be time to put some things aside that is preventing that from happening and get that back. Get that closeness and that spiritual intimacy uh, part of your relationship 
get that back tight. Yeah. Because that pretty much determines all the other ones. Yeah. And to be quite honest, because, because I was, you know, really at a point in our marriage where I was truly seeking after God's heart and Johnny wasn't at that place yet. Um, you know, there were times that I wondered, okay, what would it be like if um, he was, you know, truly um, at a place that he was seeking God like I was and what our relationship would be like and um, if we would, you know, worship together and if we would truly pray together and if we would, um, and I may not have known that this is what it was, but I know that I sometimes longed for those things. Um, and then once I got them, I think I told you maybe like a couple of months ago, I remember when you like for real, for real, like truly gave your life to Christ. And you used to like literally walk around with your Bible, reading it all the time. And I used to be like, bruh. <laughs> but then I guess I couldn't really say anything because it was like there was there was, was times. Process. There was times that I that I longed for that to happen. So who am I to be like, bro, you ain't had to carry it around. Like literally y'all, it could be in the middle of the day on a Saturday and we'd be in the, you know, in the den, the living room chilling with the girls and he'd be sitting on the chair and they had a, a, a ottoman that went to it. I think about the bottom part that went to it and you pull it up and be sitting there with your Bible open reading and stuff like that or whatever. Um, and so I think all of us, you know, had to go through a certain process to get where we are. And I know I was just telling you even today that there are things that, you know, with my walk with Christ that I need to tighten up on, you know, more of, more of my time in my word and reading more and studying more. And, you know, cause I, I worship literally all the time. And, um, so, you know, that's not it but just just becoming more knowledgeable word wise and um and I send out our family scripture every morning but just um I've started to go even further and, and not just read the scripture but go and read the whole chapter. Um but yeah get get that part tight. Well I said all that to say this now that I have that and once I got that and once you know we we would go actually go to church and actually worship together um, it, it did bring a joy to my heart. And I even remember, you know, because of, um, you know, Johnny's schedule, he wouldn't be able to go to church. He would have to watch it on TV for a while. Um, but several months ago when he did get to go, um, he made the comment to me, he, he was like, why you be trying to come back here and be by me and stuff while we at church and stuff like that or whatever. Um, it, it, it does my, I know that it does his heart and his soul and stuff good to actually be in the house, um, a lot, you know, in the corporate worship. I know that helps him, but it is oh, that's a real intimate, you know, part of it for me to see him worship. For me, that's that attracts me to you more, even more. And um, that may sound crazy, and it's it's we have a stories for days about. You know that, but anyway, um, we met in the church house. We did meet in the church. And I house, felt like the Lord sent her to me. In Genesis, it says, 
No, 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 no. <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a whole sermon, sir. He pulled <coughs> her out the rib as he slept. And when he woke up, it was just not man. It was woman now. So we had a man and a woman. And I feel like I fell asleep somewhere in church. And God said, there go your woman. And it was just what I wanted. She had a little waist. She had a nice booty on her and everything. So I was like, thank you, Jesus, for this gift. Amen. I'm going to get my waist. Hey. Okay, so anyway, the next one is oh. recreational. The second type of intimacy is recreational. Y'all, and this is the truth. This is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. What is it? The whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God. Mm, you forgot the thought? I thought, forgot the thought. Slap dab in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Recreational intimacy. We experienced this before COVID came and wrecked our plans. Yes. Because when we were working out, y'all, and we talked about this before, Johnny was so attracted to me, it was ridiculous. He was all up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this bed won't go nowhere. Every time I be like, hey, you, you thinking you good? You you wanna you wanna get back? I think we can just get back in there and just mm-hmm. go early. Mm-hmm. You know, we get back in there mm-hmm. and then something happened. Something chew with somebody that we know got hot. She be like, no, nah, no, nah, we ain't gonna. <laughs> But anyway, y'all, I, we ain't gonna ponder on this one long. But we that that recreational intimacy, it it was real. However, I promised, I promise y'all, we we he just got a bike for Christmas from one of the girls, and I told him I'm gonna get me one too, even though I want me a golf cart. I'm, I'm gonna get a bike. That was she wanted. Um, that's why she ain't got a bike for Christmas. No, she that's wanted not a golf true. Cart. Um, and so we gonna get cart. back. We gonna get back strengthening our recreational intimacy, um, muscle. Okay. So you know what else can be a part of this? What? The 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 spiritual part of it. The recreational, the praying, the yeah. um, going over going over different things, um, asking different questions and doing research on it and finding different answers out. Um, yeah. You know. So But they but the say this intimacy tends to happen like more so at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, this is Excuse this me. is or highest. This is yeah, so this is the part Excuse of me. the relationship that everybody how everybody falls in love mm-hmm. and then they get married and then they have children and then work and then bills and then all this other stuff and recreational stuff get pushed out because now I got to work and then she got to work and then we got to take the baby and we got to pick the baby up and now the baby got practice, now the baby got something going on at PTA, now this, now that, the job wants you to do this, this, that, and the other. So it's a lot of different things that happen in between there. So the sad thing about it is one of the things that gets sacrificed most of the time is your relationship. Yeah. So you tend to everything else because you got to pay the bills because you got to have some place to stay. You got to, you know, make the money on the job because you got to pay for the stuff and you got to eat, feed the family, you know, and it's just different stuff that has to happen. You, you got your kids growing up and you're trying to, they're trying to find their identity and like things and you're trying to help them, you know, navigate through life and what they like and what they don't like, what they're good at, what they're not good at. So just different things. Mm-hmm. So this is where the, the parents' relationships can suffer. Now, we don't say it usually, it say it can suffer because 
you get overwhelmed. And I and I think that's what the part of it, the the the, the that part is you get overwhelmed. So the recreation part of it is the having the dates, the doing the stuff that that attracted you to each other in the in the beginning. It might not still attract you to them. Stuff might have changed, but the only way you're gonna know is if you could continue to nurture the relationship and find out as things begin to evolve and change. So but you have to do that by actually being with each other and finding out different things and yeah. knowing what you like and what you don't like and, you know, just different things. So the recreational part, I believe, is very important. Um, and I think that's the part of the relationship that's the nurturing part of it. But it says it can be like any activities from crossword, yeah. crossword puzzles to hand gliding, bike riding. You know anything you where you gliding? are is anything mm-hmm, that that's, they said that you know that's one of the extremes. You want to go hang gliding, but it says it's it's the mutual enjoyment of it that fuels you as a couple. Yeah, and so you're laughing together, you're enjoying something together, and this will help strengthen your relationship even the more. So when the tough times come, um, you know it can help you endure those times. Yeah, basically that's what it's saying. Um, it says God's made God has made us to enjoy life's activities, especially with our spouses. Um, and our marriages need that ability to laugh and play together. Um, and I remember you said something to me um, a couple months ago. Um, we were we were going to get a puzzle, and I said, you know, wait, because well, we were out to do some other things or whatever, and money was limited. But I'm gonna get that puzzle, baby, so we can put that puzzle together. And that was the puzzle we go put in a picture frame. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that, and so yeah. we can because we need to flex this recreational muscle. Because, like Johnny said, a lot of the times work gets into it, and you got work, and there's something seem like it's one some activity going on every day of the week after work, and you know you're not getting to bed until later, and you know just not able to you know spend that time with with one another. Yeah. So that matters too. So the first one is spiritual. The second one is recreational. Recreational. The third one is intellectual. Intellectual. Intellectual intimacy. This is, one, this is my favorite. Is the exactly because it deals with the mind. Um, is the activity of connecting to one another by discussing certain issues. So it can be um, lighthearted topics. Um, it can be serious topics. Um, but it says uh, mental exercises with your spouse reinforces your relationship cord. And um, uh, similar to the recreational, um, the intellectual in- intimacy tends to be at, at its highest at the beginning of a relationship. Um, mainly because the couple is still getting to know, know one another. Um, they're interested in how one another feels yeah. on various topics. So it is a- about building the relationship. You know, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about how would you discipline our children? You know, how would you, um, you know, what do you think are, uh, do you know, think there are gender specific roles when it comes to household, you know, yeah. um, you know, chores and just all these kind of things that you're talking about a lot of issues to expand that uh, communication between you and the other person. Yeah. Um, there are issues that, and we were talking about, Johnny and I were talking about this. There are issues that um, we talk about. There, there are some things that we may not share, but you know, like we're always encouraging one another to um, grow in our relationship and be better. Yeah. And when we find that there's an issue, 
y'all, we don't just talk about doing these things, but we put these things in place yeah. and we do them because they're important. Um, do is are there times when you know when we when we get lax a little bit on it? Absolutely, because like I said, life is happening, and so we're trying to maneuver these things. And there are times when I know that something may be going on with Johnny, um, and he may not even he may, he 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 may not want to talk about it. But I know when to I know when to lean in, and then I know when to pull back. Yeah, be just because you know we we pretty much. We finish each other's sentences. Start heck yeah. at this point. Start them and finish them. But the but 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 the greatest thing about this is the intellectual part is that with all the changes, with all the emotions, with all the the roller coasters sometimes that happen, which we have very little roller coasters, but you know it's not. It it does exist. So sometimes when the roller coasters happen and and you don't know how to get off it or. You're just moving around on a roller coaster and, you know, <clears throat> the communication has, you know, become a little funky with each other, whatever the case is. And this is the part, you know, the where you usually pray for me because it's most of the time it's usually me because I have a lot of lot going on and, and I do a lot of. I'm a I'm a thinker, so my mind goes and. Sometimes again, I get a little anxious about stuff that I'm thinking about before it even happens, and sometimes it don't even happen. But that's something I'm I'm still working on. That's that little OCD stuff I got going on, I guess, a little bit. But anyway, but it the I've always been a talker, and I thank God that Deidre is a communicator now because in the beginning she didn't be I. I don't I guess God created me like that. And for Deidre, it wasn't a part of her growing up. That you know, it wasn't a whole lot of communicating or talking about certain things that happened. They just kind of maneuvered and did stuff. And then when stuff happened, you know, and I saw that in my family as well. But, you know, one of the things I always said I did not want that to be in our family. I wanted to communicate. I wanted to talk. I didn't want it to be secrets. You know, I didn't want us to have a whole bunch of foolishness going on. And everybody, and this is the part, everybody sees it, everybody knows about it, but no, nobody talk about it. And we just act like it's just not there and it's not healthy for the family. That's the part, because everybody does not think they know, but everybody knows about it. It's unhealthy and it does not help the relationship or the, or the relationships at all in the family. So that's one of the things that I really, really wanted to focus on, you know, what I found when we had it. And thank God you know, it's there. So, you know, me and DJ do have the, the conversations now. So, you know, even if they're not the easy conversations, like you said, she said, we can finish each other's sentences. And a lot of times when we have a conversation and it's, it's a little deep, you know, she already tell me, she already know what it is and, you know, don't come to her with it or whatever. Cause she already know or whatever, but we still talk through it and we, we go through the basis. So, but, Nine times out of ten, y'all talking about it. That's ninety percent of it, because when you hold it in, it just—I don't know. It just—it just takes a, a mind of its own and have you thinking all kind of crazy stuff. But when you talk about it and you put that information in the right place to the right person, and then they care about the situation as well, then 
you know, a solution can come about of it or, you know, a solution might not have to come about of it. Or you might say it out loud and it don't sound as crazy as it did when you said it in your head. It's a lot of different things that just talking about it can solve. But a lot of people don't do it because of whatever reason. So the intellectual part, I think this is definitely a part that helps the intimacy to get closer because when you go, when you start talking about different things and different subjects and different areas of your life, barriers come down. So that means some type of trust got to be extended for you to talk about this with this person. So, and, and when I say this person, I'm talking about my wife. Um, but you know, to be extended to trust and then she has to take that and receive it and then, you know, guard it. So it's like you're putting your heart, your trust out there, but you have to do it. You can't just make up stuff in your mind. You just can't let stuff in your head just do whatever it does. And then you got to, you live in this whole life that you got people that are actually in it that you think do certain things and they have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm, I'm not going, I'm going to stop right there. But I think this is, this is one of the, the best parts of it, the communication of talking about stuff. And it says it don't have to be, it can be serious stuff. And you know, some of the stuff y'all need to talk about is serious. You already know that. Just talk about it. And then lighthearted stuff, you know, me and Deidre go people. I shouldn't probably say this, huh? We're not the only ones who do it, baby. Yeah, so y'all know what people watching is. Sometimes you go people watching. And, you know, sometimes we are the people people watch. You know, it, it is what it is. Sometimes, you know, we ain't got on the right clothes or something. You're going out right quick to go get something. Somebody see you. You know, they wasn't supposed to see you with these, you know. That's when everybody see you. Though. The church sock on one leg and then, you know, the footy on the other leg. They're different colors. You know, you got your bedroom slippers on. It's flapping. Y'all already know what it is. But that's when, you know, but you people watch. Sometimes people are entertaining to look at. So listen, guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. In this part of, of the uh, the uh, intellectual intimacy part, it says no matter how many times a couple has discussed an issue, there's almost always a piece, some piece that is new and can be explored. And that's the truth. It's just like when you watch a movie, you may not have seen, you may watch that movie over, you know, several times, but there's almost always a piece that you'd be like, I didn't see that the first time. Yeah. Or I didn't, was that, that was in this movie? I didn't, I don't even remember that. I didn't, you know, so it's like that with, with the, with the conversation with your spouse. Yeah. And even though, you know, and there are things that, you know, we talk about that we have, we've had to have the discussion about it more than one time. And, um, you know, we, we may get to another part where we never even explored before. So it is worth it. Okay. It's worth yeah. it. Um, the fourth type boop, 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 boop is what I like. Eh, eh, eh. It's physical. And a lot of people, um, when you, when, when people mention the word intimacy, Nine point nine 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 times out of ten, people, people's you know minds, their heads, That's the gate, the straight, straight, to straight go to oh, they want to do it, they want to have sex. To That's what it is. But it says physical intimacy is the domain most people think of when they hear the word intimate. 
it includes, but it's not limited to the actual activity of having sex. Um, there's non-sexual physical intimacy, um, like touching or cuddling, holding, you know, stuff like that, that I asked him, you know, and he'd be like, it's hot. Um, but <laughs> um, this is the part where I was talking about in the beginning where it says men often take this one, baby, as a sign that the woman want, you know, she want to get stuck. She wants sexual, sexual intimacy. She want to have sex the whole nine, y'all. She want she, it all. Did What did you just say? She want to what? Get stuck. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. But it's a this one, this this particular form of intimacy, intimacy, um, it pays the biggest dividends for men because when, you know, if a woman say, Well, baby, I just really I really need us to just be intimate tonight. You know, I want to be intimate with you and stuff. And so of, of course, of course the light, you know, goes off and says, Oh, okay, so she wanna have sex tonight. But when, you know, when it's women when it's us. Sometimes we do want just that cuddle. Just, you know, just just hold me. I don't want all the extra that's coming with it. Just hold me. I just need to be held. Well, all I can say is, ladies, know your audience. If you know your man, if he, you touch, know what? If he touch your skin, he won't it. Then you might need, you know, I, I don't know what to Do you think that's what, how you are? That what? If you touch my skin, you want it. How you is? What? <laughs> you seem surprised. Lies you tell. Lies I don't. You tell. I don't think I'm like that. You don't think you like that? I don't that? think I'm. I don't think. I'm, oh, I'm. I'm probably like a, a fifty. Really? A forty, sixty, fifty, uh-huh. fifty on that. Really? Yeah. Okay. You I, don't I sound found, sure. I found where I am now in life. That the intimacy part is important to me as well. Okay. So it's not just about the the sticking because I I believe we've been in this long too long to be just you know every now and then I I think you be wanting little quickies more than I want the quickies. This is talking about physical intimacy. <laughs> but talk, ain't nobody introduced no quickies. <laughs> You are like it, being uncovered, men uncovered like that. You, any <laughs> physical connection as a sign that women want sexual intimacy when sometimes they just need to cuddle. Well, wait, sometimes I just be wanting to cuddle. That's all. And then other times, I want. I I do want to. You know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Sometimes get pleasured you, and go to sleep. You be wanting to you you be having that look, and sometimes I'll be like, "Well, how you feel about life?" <laughs> I don't you want to talk. I don't want to talk to you, sir. See, that's I just want what you got to give me, and I want to give it to you. <laughs> don't get me wrong; I want to give it to you. <laughs> but you want to. But be, let's but you have a talk, conversation. You talk to me first. Can we talk first? Child, that's all I'm just saying. Child, it says. All of all the types of intimacy, this one pays, the, I think I said that, the biggest dividends for men. When asked to rank how close they feel to their spouse, men typically feel the most connected when physical intimacy and especially sexual physical intimacy is the highest. What would you say? 
I don't think that's where you are in life now. No, I'm I not. don't. I don't. I don't think I. I think I that was a. It was a mirage to me before, because I at at one point in time I did think even if we wasn't on good terms, I thought if we you know if we did it, then you know everything I was, I was back everything in there, would be okay. Which I found out that that's not how it works because you know. She be wanting her, and I be wanting me, and then I'm thinking, okay, she love me again, and she be like, no, leave me alone. What what's happening? I don't I don't understand. What we just <laughs> did, did you it. Say what's happening? We just did it. What you mean? Get okay. off you. Yeah, I'm good now. Just leave me alone. Ain't nobody else for me around here to get. So I'm just saying, I'm good. Going about your business, and I be I be upset. I used to be, but I, I get I get it. I do. I get it. I get it more now. So I, I used to think sex fixed a lot of stuff. And, you know, some of the things that, I, although I was a communicator and a talker, some of the things I just didn't get. So sometimes when we would have sex, I would be like, cool, we back good. And then, you know, I find out soon after that we wasn't back good. She should just use me, y'all. <sighs> It says, there's no surprise to the Christian that God instructs man to delight in these activities with his wife. Y'all need to delight in this uh, physical intimacy with one another. Just use me. Just no, use I didn't used to use you. But but again, I, I'm at a point to where um, I just like to be, be near you. She is. You know? Like, it's literally, like, so we... You know, we we've been under the weather a little bit this week, last week, coming trying to come up out of some stuff. And we'll be sitting on the couch. And y'all, I promise you, if she could just do this right here. And that's satisfied her. That's it. No, ain't nothing no she ain't touching me no other way. But she just lay her hand out and it just land on me. And she good. And sometimes I'd be like, why she got her hand on my wrist? Like, what is that? Do? And I'd be just shut up, Johnny. Just shut up. But let me go for a, a couple of days without doing it. <laughs> what I get. So you Tell seeing, the truth and shame the devil. So you seeing somebody else now? <laughs> you at the job? You you checking out one of them little, little lawyer dudes at the, at the job? That's what you doing? Well, you got to be doing something. You ain't touched me in a minute. The joker, you said it was hot, so I well, that was in the bed while we were sleeping. It done been five days since then. Touch me. <laughs> Did you just put your arm out? Touch me. Well, sometimes you need that's to just... That's all I'm saying. Just, you know... Just, just let her touch. Cuddle. See? Just See? cuddle. And, that's, and that, that's what... That's all you need to cuddle, do is cuddle. And, and, and man, cuddle ain't always what you think it is. Most men think cuddle means she want me to spoon her and wrap her up tight and all that. Sometimes that do mean it. Sometimes cuddle means just there. That's just, all. Just let I me just, touch you. And sometimes I just I just want to... I just want to <laughs> feel you next to me. Sometimes I do want to be in your skin. I, I do. what. Sometimes I do. Y'all don't, even Y'all know don't what see that, that uh, on TikTok. Sometimes I do want to be in your skin. Like Joker, you close to me. I just want to be closer. I want to be closer. You, I'm you good. You laying on me. 
Sometimes I just want to be in your skin. See, that's something else. That's not something else. That is. Again, if I and if let me let me don't do it. Let me not extend my arm. Let me not, you know, come and try to sit right by him. Let me just not act interested or you know whatever Dennis. That's why you got to pick your battle. Baby, I miss you. You miss me? No, you don't miss me. That's why I got to pick my battles. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want her hand on me. Oh, but yeah. if her hand ain't on me. And then when I tell him he nasty acting, and then he put on his whole showcase and his whole, throw these whole tantrums but about listen, why. But listen, but her antics, her words for these antics don't match. So that's, I'm, a whole I'm, other, I'm, that's a whole, that's a whole other show. We're going to talk but about her that. But her antics we gonna talk and about the words for her antics do not match stuff. I'm just saying that. Okay, so the fifth one is emotional intimacy, and I'm about to be unemotional in just a second if you keep on. I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. So the fifth type of intimacy, so we've talked about what, baby? We've talked about um, spiritual, spiritual, recreational, intellectual, physical, and emotional is the last of the um, of the five. This is the booger right here. Emotional intimacy is the sharing of one's own experiences with each other. And that's when you were talking about, um, I think, in a part of the intellectual, you may mention of sharing your emotions and your thoughts. Um, the intellectual discusses topics and is usually dominated by thoughts. Whereas the emotional discusses experience and is dominated by emotion. That means what you feel. Ooh, baby. And a lot of men do not They're not comfortable like with that. To, it says more men. All Men also generally have a much more limited emotional vocabulary and tend to be less comfortable with emotive, emotive speech. However, I talk. I'm emotion-filled. I cry. I talk and cry. And I'm not that dude. I, I, am, I moan, I, am a, I whine. I am a guy who who thinks a lot about what I say before I say it. Now, I've learned that over the years because emotions, y'all, emotions come and go. They do. So you can feel some kind of way about something and in one minute, and then 15 minutes later, you don't feel the same. But you done took out switchblades and done slice somebody up with your words and now you don't even feel that no more. You can't remember what you said, but it does not it does not change the damage that's already been done. Mm-hmm. So I've learned, you know, in my, my years of, you know, dealing with different people and different stuff that when I have, when I feel a certain way, sometimes I just got to take a step back and let all these emotions settle down first. And then we actually have a conversation. I can actually have a conversation from a healthy emotional place. And not an emotional place that all my feelings done revved up. And now I'm feeling some kind of way. And then all this stuff kind of. Now, emotions are healthy. Don't get me wrong because it helps you go through. What's going on? Go ahead. It helps you get through certain things in, in life and your feelings. It helps you co- compensate stuff. Mm-hmm. And ahead. then other things. What's that for, for me? Yeah, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't like that when she do stuff like that. I'm just trying to help you. Go ahead. So when it does, when the emotions happen, they're, they're, they're there for a reason. So they're supposed to happen. But as they begin to continue to happen, you know, sometimes you have to allow certain emotions to just settle down first so you can have a a clear 
conversation with somebody and your emotions not all over the place. So that's what I got to say about that. Now, as a man, I don't think I ever had a problem with emotionally speaking. It's something I'm going to know. You think you have never? No. It's something I'm going to know. It looked like it was running a little bit. Oh. You didn't feel it? I got the COVID. Mm-mm, not no more. <laughs> no. You got the action counterpart, man. I got the COVID. I ain't no doctor. I ain't no test. Um, that's how. That's how much I want to be in your skin, like that Q-tip that they stick up your nose to do the COVID test. That's I want to be in your skin. I don't want you deep. in my skin like okay, that. Okay, sorry. Um, that's uncomfortable. But listen. But it says. Um, Men often misunderstand their spouses when they speak, thinking that the woman wants an exchange of ideas when she really wants someone to identify with her feelings. Um, You do that well when it comes to me. When I when I'm in when I'm when I'm going through something, I'm very emotional. I'm very vulnerable. But I trust my heart with you. Yeah. It takes you. It takes you. You have to process it before you give that up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because you don't a, just give that up easy. It's a, it's a, <laughs> that's a tender place, man. It it's, is. You know how many relationships, and you you know this. You know how many relationships have, you know, the only thing was wrong is that they did not have a conversation, but the man done sat up somewhere. And thought all these things in his head and then came up with solutions and and certain certain things that done happened that started, ended and everything in his mind that actually did not happen. Mm-hmm. And women do the exact same thing. So when you have a conversation, you speaking out of a place that stuff that never happened. So now you saying certain things, you know, that's not even facts. You saying certain things because of emotions or a feeling because your emotions will build a beautiful story. Your emotions, let me tell you something, out of everything in the world, your emotions supports your feelings. That's what it does. So even if your feelings are completely wrong, unjust, unhealthy, unsafe, it does not matter. Your emotions will support that. So when you have all these thoughts and theories and visions of all kinds of different things, this is what your emotions help do. Right. So you have to, but people don't think they have control over their emotions, which you do have control over your emotions. You don't have control over the, of the, I guess the initial, the initial part of it. Like if you get slapped or whatever, you know, you feel the pain, emotions, why somebody slap you, go through all the thoughts. You don't have the control over that, but you have the control over what happens out of those emotions. And a lot of people don't think they have the control out of that. And they do. But I'm talking about, and not to cut you off, I'm talking about the type of emotion where you go through something. Not necessarily an emotion filled, an emotion that's taking place because there has been you know, there has been conflict, but I'm talking about emotion that comes with you dealing with a situation internally. Um, like trauma or something? Like when you were, you know, when you were sick and you were on sick leave from work and that whole thing, situation that, you know, you dealt with. And like you said, you know, you had this revelation and you had these 
this time with with God where you know he revealed to you just I guess just how disconnected you were yeah. you know and stuff like that but you had to go through that with him and me as as being your wife I feel like I had a you know Holy Spirit gave me the 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 wisdom to okay did you go back to bed because if I would have come down I think I would have hindered what needed to happen yeah because I because I wanted to be the one for you. I wanted you to be able to tell that to me so I could be there and help you and pray for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And cover you. Like I said, there are certain times when it's nothing for me to call you and tell you, you know, how I'm feeling and just just completely release. Yeah. Because you're my safe space and you you are careful with my heart. And you let me pour out, but then you also give me, you give me back what I need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a space where, um, where I can receive it and I can, and you say, well, baby, I think it's this, or baby, I think it's whatever, or this is what the Lord said as you were saying what you were saying. But I know that you always, you also trust me to that extent as well. Yeah. But what I'm saying sometimes for you you hold back before you get to that point because you try to analyze it first yeah. is what I'm saying as far as that. Whereas me, I ain't trying to analyze nothing. Baby, I, I need I need you to hear this. I need to tell yeah. you this. You know what I'm saying? Um, just because it, I, I can't hold stuff. You know, that me holding it in my head, that don't help me. And I, I don't even I can't even sort that, that out. I don't, I don't fight that because I never had, at one point in time, I didn't have that. So I'd rather yeah. you say whatever it is and know that I'm a safe place, no matter how you say it or how it comes out, and we get it out versus you just keeping it in. Because I know what it is. Sometimes I keep stuff in too long because I'm trying to analyze it. Or I'll be not analyzing and think I've come up with the right solution. Or, you know, we go through the we go through the process of, you know, how we deal with stuff. Is it is this one of them things we need to put on the table, if not, get rid of it, whatever. And sometimes I do that and then it turns back up. And then I'm wondering, well, why are you back? Cause I dealt with you. So you know what's going on. And it's, you know, sometimes it's not just attached to me, it's attached to us. And that's when the conversation has to be had with you. And sometimes that's what that's what I'm I'm still learning about myself and about our relationship. That certain certain things that do come up is not always just for me. It's just it's for us. And some things, you know, God gives me for you, and vice versa. So those type things, I, I I'm I'm good at giving you what God gives me for you. If he tried to get something to you and he got to get it through me. Well, I'm seeing that I'm I'm a little little lacking on is the part that when certain situations or emotions or feelings come up that I think that I need to deal with and I don't need to bring it into our relationship because it don't need to be a part of it, that it might already be a part of our relationship and we might need to talk about it. And I might need your input in it and not me just keeping it to myself. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's it's still it's still stuff. You know, and what I was talking about earlier is, is definitely relevant, um, you know, as far as people, you know, having emotional stuff, your emotions supporting how you feeling at the time, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. 
Um, but I think everything, me and my wife believe everything can be basically, it can be taken care of through a conversation, a real transparent, true conversation that you put everything on the table, you di- dissect it, and then you move forward together and doing something. Now, the only way that won't work is if one of y'all don't want to do it. Then, it not, of course, it's not going to work. If you don't want to do it, if you don't want to put forth the effort to do it, if you fighting whatever to go against whatever you're supposed to be building together, then no, it's not going to work. So let me ask you this. At what point did you, because I know there has been a time when you felt like you didn't want to be emotional in front of me or you didn't want to show that tender side of you to me because you didn't want to look weak in my, you, you didn't want to look weak in my eyes. You know, you didn't want to look like you weren't, you know, provider and, you know, sustainer of our household and the leader of our household. Because some men don't, they don't divulge stuff, baby. They don't, they don't feel like they can have that emotional conversation and really, really, truly feel like, baby, it's a lot. It's a lot on me trying to lead our household. It's a lot on me trying to make sure that, you know, the bills are paid. And it's a lot on me to, to try to make sure that I'm taking care, you know, every, you know, you physically, emotionally, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot. The weight of the world is on my shoulders and it's a lot. And sometimes I just feel like I need a good crowd. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm doing a good job or just sometimes I don't feel like, like I'm, you know, built for this. And you know what I'm saying? That's that. That's the stance that I'm saying as a woman that I didn't always understand that. Yeah, I didn't always understand that. And to be honest, it was a conversation with your mama one time, and her explaining to me, you know, you know, a man is not gonna always come home and say I'm dealing with a lot. What yeah. I got to deal with on the outside, whatever we may be dealing with on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I didn't understand that. For whatever reason, you know, lack of maturity, never been in this space before or whatever. But I understand that. But, you know, some men are at that point. And then some men feel like, well, if I tell you and 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 show that vulnerable side of me, you're going to go share it with somebody. Yeah. And so, I mean, so and, and I don't mean to prolong it because there could be a lot of scenarios that's happening. But you in your in your relationship, in your marriage. You truly have to get to that point to where you know that that you that there has been um, bonds of trust established, and you know, and and like I said, I I trust you with everything. Yeah, and I know it's the you know it's the other way around. Yeah, you, you just have to get, huh? I said, yeah, me with you. Yeah, you just have y'all just have to get to that point to where. You know, that's it. You you trust him with your heart. He trusts you with your heart. Um, and for for you to be able to share things with me and know that I hold it sacred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I hold it, that I, I try to say what, what, okay, Lord, what do you want me to say to him in this moment? Because I don't rely on my own. You know what I'm saying? When I say stuff, especially when it's, when it's, you know, we playing and we joking, that's fine. But when something is truly bothering you and it it seems like you're coming to me to give this to me, mm. to say, you know, you may at some point say, you know, I need your input on this or tell yeah. me how you feel about this. But sometimes you don't, 
sometimes I know it without you even have to say those words. And so I'm relying on the Holy Spirit to say, okay, this is what you need to give him. Because this is what's going to, you know, help heal his heart. Or this is what's going to, you know, turn him, you know, back to me. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or this is what's going to help him in this moment to feel whatever um, void. Or these are the words that's needed that's going to penetrate his heart in this moment. Yeah. And so I feel like, like I said, that's what we do for each other. And so... All these, you know, um, different types of intimacy, um, they are important um, and they have to be, you know, obtained. It's not something you get overnight. Yeah. So it is, you know, it is a process. It is a process. And so we just wanted to, you know, share them with with y'all. And I know that we've talked about intimacy on the podcast before, but. Um, like they said, and you know, in in one of, in this in this in the in this article, um, you talk about things, and sometimes you stumble upon a new part of it that you haven't um, that wasn't revealed the first time you talked about it or went through it, um, and then sometimes you can get a different perspective out of it. But at the end of the day, with you growing and nurturing your relationship, like these things matters. No, we don't always know what name to put on them. We don't know that, okay, this is, you know, this is physical intimacy. Well, this part is intellectual. Okay, well, this is emotional. Okay, well, this part is spiritual and all these things. But they all are important and they all play an important role in strengthening your relationship with your spouse. And, and like never, I said. And they and they always evolve and yeah. they always mature. Yeah. And they're always As a part you do. of the ingredients of what you are. These five things have changed for me and my wife over the years. So these things are definitely the, the some of the core characteristics to to strengthening your relationship, just like Dieter said. But it's things that you have to work at on a regular basis. You just yeah. can't you just can't think because you got these five right now in the season that you're in now they that gonna that's stay, gonna stay yeah. the same. Yeah, they 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 gonna take work on it. You got to revisit. You got to talk about. It. They got to be a a daily part of your relationship, a daily part of your conversations. So you got to continue to do that. And the, and the man that's out there, you know, who has a lot of stuff on his shoulder, because most men who are fathers, who are husbands, who are really trying to, you know, take care of their families and do that stuff, man, it, it, it's 80% of us, we ain't got the answer to that. Because nine times out of 10, you you got friends, you know, that that's not giving you what you need at the time. And that's where you feel overwhelmed and, you know, not knowing what you're doing. And you don't want to not be that rock for your wife and your kids. So who do you go to? You have to find a resource. And what I mean by that is if you if you're not in a place where you can trust your wife, that's the first place I would tell you to go at, mm-hmm. to your wife. If you're not in a place where you can trust your wife, you have to get another another male who is growing, who's where you want to be at, but he has to be married. He can't be no single dude because we don't think alike. So, you know, but it has to be that that person in your life that will will channel and help you move in this stuff. And you have to read books, man. You, you talk to God. It's different things you can do to make this stuff happen, man. But it ain't it ain't easy. And, you know, me getting ready to turn 50, it still it still ain't easy. It still ain't easy walking this walk, being a man, having the stuff on your shoulders. It's just not. And the, the thing about, you know, having 
having the stuff on your shoulders and carrying it. When it comes to a man, if you building legacies, this stuff don't never come off your shoulders. They stay on your shoulders. You just get more added to you. Now you got people who come along, like my son in laws, they pick some of this stuff up. And I got, you know, friends, males that got families that I call, you know, my brothers. Sometimes they grab a, a something every now and then. But I have to keep in mind that they got their own family and they got their own stuff that they gotta do. But in in life, man, you know, the one thing I say about a man, we don't I, this stuff stay on our shoulders. It don't it don't go nowhere. It stay on our shoulders. If you stay in it and you stay pushing and you stay pressing, this stuff stay on your shoulders. And as you get past certain things, some things might fall off. Other things just continue to grow from wherever point they are to different levels. So, you know, it continue to it continue to move like that. And if you got somebody, you know, like my wife, she's she's with me the entire time. So she carries stuff on her shoulders as well. You know, but it, it's primarily on my shoulders. She carries stuff to help, but it's primarily on my shoulders. So she might carry something for now and then, but then it gets back on my shoulders to give me a break. She cuts the stuff off or she puts the stuff in the right place that, you know, that's already done with. Because sometimes we carry stuff that we've we done with, but you're still carrying it. So you got to know how to, you know, cycle through stuff. Know when the season is up, put it down and keep moving versus trying to hold on to it because you think you're going to miss something. That's a whole nother podcast. But, yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. So I, I would I would definitely say, you know, if you have not married the person that you want to be with the rest of your life, that's the person you need to be talking to. She has the key. She has the words. She has what she needs inside of her to help you get through this stuff. Now having a, a male friend definitely helps out. I have I have those um that I do talk to. You know, but the most part I talk to my wife and then I'm transparent. If I can't do it, I'm at a place in my life now if 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 it come to me and it can't be done and I let Dee, hey, hey, your boy, I ain't I don't know how to do that. So we gonna have to figure out some other kind of way to, you know, or something gotta happen. But that's a freedom that came about me because I had an expectation of myself that I thought my wife and my kids saw me as, which they never saw me as. It was just pressure I put on myself. So I had to release that. So <clears throat> freedom came with that to where I just live my life now and I'm, a, I'm the man who I am and I make moves the way I do. And you know, it is what it is. So moving past that part, um, yeah, you just got to be, you got to find, I guess I would say, be comfortable in your skin. Be comfortable with who you are. Find out your identity. Purpose don't mean nothing if you don't know your identity, man. If, you don't, if you're not confident in who you are on this earth, then your purpose, you just, you just walking around with superpower, using them, and they, they're, not, they're, not, they're not meaning nothing. You got to know who you are. Did I answer a question? I'm just And talking. that this has been Okay. <laughs> Y'all I'm, 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 we just I'm passionate to share about this man you. thing now. He the man just, thing. You know, he just done, you know, brought up about three or four more uh episodes that we could talk about. So I hope he has written them them down. Mm -mm. Um I have it. It's on the it's on the podcast. I'll go back and look at it. In Jesus' name. 
You know where um, I go find the podcast at? At www.momentswiththemotors.com. I just go right on on it. All the podcasts on there, the video, everything. I just click it, click. I can watch podcasts anytime I want to. YouTube, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, all the social media podcasts. They on everything. Just go find one. And we got a new one coming up very soon that y'all thanks so much don't cut me for that mr don't don't shut your man voice don't shut me down don't do that coming soon we're gonna be on the social media that y'all can interact with us live don't don't say what you got to say you know what this is some she done finished them crackers and that wine now now she want to go that's fine Thank y'all for tuning in. This has been Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Because he's about to get slapped for his 50th birthday until the day of. Tell me happy birthday. I'm his wife, Deidre. Tell me happy birthday. Happy birthday. Jay. Nick Wright. We something like an ordinary couple. We have extraordinary purpose and we will fulfill it. We starting the year off, y'all. We digging a little deeper. Yep, it's, it's, it's another layer we can go. So we're going a little deeper. We want these marriages and relationships to work. So let's get it. Let's get it popping. Peace out. Night, night.